figure out why you want what you say you want. It's Evie here. Welcome to EML Radio, where we are always talking truth. All of those things you need to hear that nobody else is willing to say. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of EML Radio. Uh, It's the first one I'm recording in 2022. And it's going to be about fitness. Everybody in the new year has fitness on the brain. So I figured, you know what? Maybe I should record a quick little episode to help save all you from wasting your time, spinning your wheels, getting frustrated, not seeing results, sustaining injuries, and throwing in the towel on getting fit. I probably can help you out a lot. So I thought, you know what, I'm just going to turn on the mic and record some quick tips for you guys to get you off and running in a way that is actually going to produce some results and not just produce results, but get you to where you're shifting your mind away from a start and stop mentality with your fitness And I actually would rather call it wellness because that's what I'm talking about. Fitness is one piece of overall wellness. And I am much more focused on teaching you guys about overall wellness than I am just fitness. Okay, so I can probably save you a lot of agony. So you're going to want to make sure that you're listening closely. I'll start by telling you this story. I was in the gym two days ago. And there was this older gentleman in there. He probably was like early 70s. And he was working with a young guy that was a personal trainer. And now, before I say any more, I want you to realize I am not harshing on personal trainers. I'm not harshing on this kid. He definitely was well-intentioned. He was really diligent. Like he had his notebook out. He had a whole list of exercises. Like this guy had, this young kid had done some work. And like, Everybody has to start somewhere, so I get it. And I started there too. Well, I didn't start in personal training. I was a CrossFit coach, which is equally as bad. But I was there. Like I was at a point one time in my career where it was like really early on. I didn't really know jack shit either. And my MO was just making the warm-ups really, really hard so that nobody questioned me. <laughs> because if I just made everybody hurt and I like acted tough, then they wouldn't question me and ask me things that I absolutely did not know the answer to. But anyway, so this is not harshing on personal trainers. Although I will tell you that personal trainers, um, there should be a higher barrier to entry into that industry. And they should take it a little more seriously because they actually have someone's health in their hands. And I don't think a lot of personal trainers actually see it that way. So anyway, as I was watching this young kid train this older guy, Oh my gosh, I was taking mental notes because there was so many opportunities for me to take away what I was seeing there and all of the things that were going wrong and bring it to you guys and like help you out so that you can avoid these kind of encounters. This is really important if you're actually working with a personal trainer right now. And even if you're not, it's going to help you avoid a lot of mistakes. So in the probably 20 minute span, that I was in there 
with this trainer and this older guy. The trainer taught this older man at least like 20 different exercises. Okay, so no, nobody can learn 20 different exercises at once. And they sure as shit can't learn properly 20 different exercises in 20 minutes. And they would do one and the old guy would just kind of hands in his pocket like deer in the headlights staring and shaking his head. He would do the movement. And I got to say, this old guy moved well. He had really good body awareness. Um, so he must have he must have been athletic or like was pretty active when he was younger. But anyway, the the trainer was just completely overwhelming this guy with way too much information. There's no way this guy could absorb all this. And then most importantly, he was teaching him things that the guy had absolutely no business doing. There is like no reason this guy should have been handed a kettlebell holding at his chest and doing walking lunges with it. He's 74 years old. The movement made absolutely no sense for to him. So it got me thinking. I was like, you know what? Here are some ways that I can help all of you avoid these kind of, for one, encounters and waste of money and potential for injury, because I guarantee it was an unfortunate situation because the old guy that was paying good money to this trainer is not going to get what he needs from that. And because he's not going to get what he needs, he's actually not going to continue with this kid, which is actually good for him. But it's unfortunate for the trainer as well, because that guy's not going to be able to build a business if he teaches a lot of people a lot of shit they don't need to know how to do or hurts them. And then they're frustrated and overwhelmed and then they never come back. That's not a very good business model. So that was just like a lose lose on every end of the spectrum which is so indicative of pretty much everything out there in the fitness industry. It's all a lot of garbage taught by a lot of people that have may have good intentions. Let's just say maybe they do. I don't think all of them do, but have good intentions, but they just don't really know what they don't know. And nor are they humble enough and have the right mindset to actually learn what it really takes to teach someone really good fitness and how to create wellness for a lifetime. So here, I'm going to kind of break this down into three areas for you. First of all, I want to start just like I did in my EML Academy where on our evfats.locals, where I'm teaching people like how to even start the new year with a really big meaning and purpose and how to build their goals down from that. The same thing has to happen when you're approaching your fitness or your wellness. The first thing you have to be asking yourself is, why is this my goal? So if your goal is to lose weight, you have to ask yourself why. If your goal is to have more energy, you have to ask yourself why. If your goal is to eat better, why? And Maybe at the surface, that seems quite obvious, but it's not so obvious. And what I'm getting at is that all of those kind of big picture ideas that you say, like losing weight or getting in shape or eating better, they have to be attached to something that is meaningful to you or you will never continue to do them. So booyah, kudos. Yes. If you need to lose weight, I'm so happy that you're saying you, you want to lose some weight. But then you have to, in your mind, start connecting that to a bigger picture and to something more meaningful. Because losing weight, 
losing fat, getting stronger, looking better, being at the gym, eating better, those things are going to take work. And without them being attached to something that actually matters to you, you're not going to be willing to do the work. And that's just true in every area of our life. We're not going to be willing to do shit, especially shit that's hard, if it actually doesn't mean anything to us. And so the number one mistake most people make is they set fitness goals, but they have really absolutely no idea why at a deeper level they're even making those goals in the first place. So maybe it's that you want to feel better. Maybe it's that you want to look better and have more confidence. Maybe it's that you don't want to die from COVID. Maybe it's that you want to start being out there more and more and you realize that being out of your house is going to involve you being healthier so that you're not at higher risk for disease. Whatever the reason, maybe you want to have more energy to travel, to play with your grandkids, to see your grandkids grow up, whatever it is, you have to have a deeper reason about why you need to improve your health. And it has to be connected to what is meaningful to you and that you care the most about. Otherwise, I promise you, they're very short-sighted goals and they're going to, the minute that anything gets in the way or disrupts your schedule or the work gets too hard, you're going to quit. So number one, figure out why you want what you say you want. And that's going to take some, that's going to take some time and some real self-reflection to get to the bottom of. But I promise you, it's worth taking the time to do because if you don't do that step, the rest of this stuff is going to be for naught because you will not maintain it. Especially if these require big life changes, like going to the gym or eating good when you don't do either of those right now. Okay, so ask yourself why. And then everything else, there's two other pieces to this. Number two is when it comes to your nutrition, then ask yourself or if you're in EML or if you're in Strong Start or you work with a personal trainer or you work with an EML coach, whatever it is, whoever you are getting help from with your nutrition, and hopefully that's me and my team, but if it's not, you need to be asking the question, does what I'm doing with my food get me closer to that, that reason, that meaning that I said? Does it? Like, okay, you want to feel better in your own skin, have more energy and live a longer, healthier life. Okay, that's an awesome, that's something awesome to aspire to. Now, does what I'm telling you to eat get you closer to that goal? And any, anybody that you are getting advice from, nutritional advice from, which I'd be careful where you get it from, anybody that is worth anything will be able to tell you why they are recommending you eat what you eat. Not just because, oh, it's quote unquote good for you or it's low in calorie. Like I want anybody should be able to anybody you're getting advice from should be able to tell you why they're recommending you eat this. So take, for instance, I tell you to eat colors and stop worrying about counting your calories it is not because I don't think calories count. That has nothing to do with it. Calories do matter, but they matter secondary to the quality of food you're eating. And once you start eating more colors, this is based off of 15 years of experience working in the real world with real people, not just something I read out of a book. When you start focusing on eating colors, the calories 
kind of take care of themselves. Now, it can go to the next step of looking closer and weighing and measuring, and there's nothing wrong with that, but starting with eating your colors. And I can tell you very succinctly why I recommend that. So if you have a personal trainer and they're adjusting your diet, they better be able to back up why they're telling you why, what they're telling you to do. And you, if you're paying someone for their advice, then you need to step up and ask them why. Why would you recommend that? Why would you recommend that I eat oatmeal first thing in the morning? And if anyone's telling you to eat oatmeal first thing in the morning, you better run. (laughs) So ask why. Ask why the food you're consuming is good for you and necessary for you. And ask if it actually gets you closer to that goal. And just a quick tip on that. Focusing on what you should be eating to reach your goal instead of what you shouldn't be eating automatically is going to get you closer to your goal quicker. It really is because none of us like to be told what we can't have or what we can't do. And it's always funny to me, like when people first get going in strong start, a couple of which is our 90 day program, which I highly recommend, honestly, it's like maybe I'm biased because I created it, but I created it based on all of the knowledge that I've gained over nearly two decades. And it works because you it's sometimes helpful to have a designated program to start. But one of the biggest questions I get from people is always first text is like, hey, Evie, I'm super excited. Are you going to tell me I can't dot, 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 dot? Are you going to tell me I can't? Well, for one, I'm never going to tell anybody they can't do something because at the end of the day, I don't really give a shit. I'm going to tell you things that will help you. And then it's up to you whether or not you want to abide by that advice or follow my direction. But I am not someone who believes in approaching everything from a deprivation standpoint. Now, you have to have boundaries with yourself and you have to develop discipline. But I don't like overall approaching things from what you can't have. Instead, I like to fill you up with like, here is all the awesomeness that you are going to expect when you do these things instead of here's all the things that you can't have. Okay. So just make sure that what you're doing with your nutrition is actually sound and educated advice, not motivated by selling you a product. <laughs> Because nobody would actually get rich off of telling you to eat the way you should eat. That's just a fact. Like, because nature, like nobody's getting rich off of telling you to eat what nature provides. So just make sure that your food actually serves a purpose and that the person recommending it can actually tell you why you should be consuming those things. And then number three, and this one involves the gym or being active in your movement, exercising. Same question needs to be applied. Does this movement, and I'm talking every movement you do, does this movement get you closer to what it is that you are ultimately trying to achieve and ultimately what is meaningful to you? So you can see why just from that statement, guys, you can see why for one, one size fits all exercise just doesn't work. Someone that wants to be a bodybuilder or do a fitness competition, their exercises are going to look entirely different than someone like myself who wants to be as strong as a brick shit house, 
be completely capable and resilient and have healthy joints and freedom of movement for a really long time with the side benefit of looking really freaking great for my age. The movements I do are going to be completely different than the movements someone that wants to be a bikini competitor will do. And the benefit is, too, if you do things that are functional, you do look pretty damn good in a bikini and you actually can move. (laughs) Um, But anyway, the point is, if you if you want to be effective in the shortest amount of time when you're at the gym or when you're working out at home or whatever, wherever it is you you move. If you want the most bang for your buck, then you got to make sure you're doing exercises that actually make sense. So although I encourage everybody, like if just getting to the gym is hard for you, okay, great, just go. I guess that's better than sitting at home, but only minimally better because here's the reality. If you don't know what you're doing when you go to the gym and you don't like what you're doing and it hurts you and it doesn't get you to where you want to be, you're not going to continue going to the gym. That's why those freaking places are packed out January 1st and then by January 13th, nobody's around. So your movements have to make sense. And here's some really valuable insight for you. Unless you are a bodybuilder. So that means pretty much everybody else listening, unless you're a bodybuilder. You need to think about moving in movement patterns and exercising movement patterns and not muscle isolation. So you don't one day wake up and go, you know what? Today out in the real world, I'm going to use my bicep. And maybe I'll use my tricep too. And then you know what? Tomorrow my quads are going to be handy. So maybe today I should work my quads. That's not how your body functions. Your body functions in movement patterns, bending, pushing, pulling, jumping, squatting, hinging. That's how you move in the real world. So if your goal is to be very highly functional for a really long time, and functional means really healthy connective tissue, really healthy joint tissue, and looking good as a side benefit, if that is what's important to you, then you have to actually move in the gym ways that are going to do that. And your gym movements should replicate what you're doing out in the real world. If you want to be better at hiking, well, you know what? You probably should have really good knee flexion, hip flexion, and ankle flexion. Hmm. There's exercises to show you how to do that. Bench pressing may not be at the top of your priority list if you want to hike. Do you see where I'm going with this? Otherwise, what happens, you're just spinning your wheels. And for most everybody out there, the biggest excuse about not going to the gym is that you don't have time. Well, that's nonsense. You do have time. You're just not making it a priority. And you probably haven't attached, like number one, I told you, to attach what you're doing in the gym to what's meaningful to you. So when you go to the gym, if you're short of time, the last thing you want to be do is just like, like slugging around on a treadmill for an hour. Screw that. I wouldn't want to go to the gym if that's what I was doing either. My workouts are anywhere from like 15 to 45 minutes max. I am in and out and they're freaking highly effective. That's what you want. So if you're working with a personal trainer, you need to say to that person, why am I doing this movement? 
And unless they can answer very specifically why that movement is valuable to you, then you shouldn't be doing it and you probably shouldn't be working with that personal trainer. So to wrap this up, guys, I'm going to summarize back to those three. You need to make sure that you know why you're doing what you're doing. You need to know why it's important for you to set a goal like losing weight or dropping body fat or building muscle or eating better. Why are you doing those things? What matters most in life to you? And do it for that reason. And then that's your reminder. That's your motivation. That shit comes from inside, not from somebody looking good on Instagram. And two, when you're eating, make sure you ask, why am I eating this way? Number three is when you're moving, why am I moving the way I'm moving? Make sure it all has purpose and is meaningful and is actually going to get you where you want to go in the shortest amount of time possible. Yeah, it's going to take time, but there's no reason to waste your time unnecessarily. So here's the truth I'm going to leave you with today. Those of you who listen to this episode and apply these three principles are going to find yourself at a entirely new level of overall wellness one year from now. I guarantee it. It's just what will happen. And for those of you who still want to take the stop and start mindset or getting advice from really unreliable sources, you're probably not going to get very far in that goal. I'm here to help my Best suggestion to you is get over to evfats.locals.com. I know it's a shameless plug, but the reality is I know what I'm doing and I'm here to help. So go there. And then if you're ready to take it to the next level from there and do a designated program, start and stop so that you, and I call it strong start so that because it does that, it gives you a really strong foundation to build from forever. Then make sure you go to evfats.com for that. And I'm here to help. Thanks a lot for tuning in. Best wishes in the new year and best wishes to you in achieving overall wellness. We'll see you next time.